0: Mark your calendars for AAF and add to Houston's Beers with Peers on May 18. Join us for a night of trivia, networking, and fun, and connect with advertising and marketing professionals from around the city. Square off against the sharpest creative minds in Houston at this year's trivia night. Play by yourself or with a team of up to 14 mates, and compete for trivia supremacy. Want to put your name in front of Houston's movers and shakers of the industry? Sponsorship opportunities for this event are available. Go to our Facebook page or click the link in the description for more information on how you can get involved. Once again, that's May 18th at La Grange. Doors open at 5.30. Trivia starts at 6. Can't wait to see you there. Hey, everyone. This is Guido, one of the co-hosts of the Amigos podcast. We're off this week, but we wanted to leave you with a quick clip from one of our old episodes. We hope you enjoy it.
1: I want to... Stay on topic of rejection. So we don't always get the job, but we don't know exactly why that is. You know, we, the HR person or the talent acquisition person might not reach out and say it. They just might send a, you know, deny letter or something. If you even get one. Yeah. (laughs) So is it appropriate for the applicants to send a follow up email after being rejected, asking what they could do differently during the next interview?
2: 100%. I actually really appreciate those people. And for me, whenever I see those, it's just like, this tells me so much about this person and say they didn't have enough experience or they were just lacking one thing, right? It gives me it gives me a sense of this person is willing to get feedback from me or the hiring managers, learn from it and grow from it. And for me, those people stick out and I'll probably keep them in mind if anything else opens in the future and I'll probably reach out to them again. And be like, hey, it's been a couple of years. I'm sure you got X, Y, and Z experience and want to see how's it going, right? I love it when people interviewing do that. It just, it says a lot about them and their character.
1: Would it be appropriate to do that if you don't get an interview? Like if you just get rejected first round?
2: Mm, Good question. I probably wouldn't expect a a very in-depth answer. It would very much be like you didn't meet the qualifications. and so. You can if you wanted to. I'm just not sure if you're going to get a different response than what you had already probably gotten rejected for in the first place.
1: Yeah, it's fair. Just if you just wanted to know, like, you yeah. know, what specific qualifications are you looking for that I'm
2: not – that you're not seeing on my resume. Gotcha. To be honest, a lot of that would probably be on the job description. That's fair. <laughs> and, uh <laughs> They would be able to 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 see it, and if they want if they wanted me to spell that out for them i I might if I have the time.
1: You mentioned you know people wanting to work remote, and people I think are largely changing what they see their relationship to the workforce and the workplace is these days. Mm-hmm. Um, so how, in your interviews, would you see if you're the right fit and see if you can? Maybe make some of those more un- untra- or uh, yeah, I guess untraditional changes like maybe somebody wants to work, you know three days in office, two days remote, mm-hmm. maybe that's their personal boundary mm-hmm. so how would you go about doing that and seeing if that's feasible in the interview process without seeing seeming like you're um uncompromising or a bad candidate?
2: I would say whenever at least we're hiring that our company culture already is very much people centric and it's not just we really care about our people and we're willing to do all these things for them yes that is true but what makes up our company culture are the people right and this is something that we share with people interviewing and 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 anyone that really even applies should know this and so Whenever it does come to working remote and having everyone be used to it, we we get it, we understand. And we have we, we do have a a hybrid work schedule. But I would just say I would just say ask in a way that's more of I know that the last couple of years has changed a lot of different companies' way, styles, ways or styles of working what what do you envision for the future of your employees right is it more hybrid or are, are people more remote now I think that it that gives more of a hey I'm curious as to what you guys are doing versus this is what I want and this is how I'd like to work right and it helps you get your answer and really fashion the realistic idea of what you could possibly be signing up for if if you got hired on so
1: so just kind of Get a feel on them and their plans and what they're looking at, you know, transitioning to.
2: Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I I think that and that could be one of the questions that you ask, right? Because it's very relatable right now. Who's not asking that question? Are you guys going back to the office? How do you see this going? And that way you are not making it about you, but you are genuinely asking what their plans are because typically... If they have a plan for their entire company, they're, they're not, I mean, you could always ask, but it, it's, it's one of those things that they're not always going to try to do something for just you, right? Especially if it's their culture. That's a great way to phrase that question, though. I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, now I'll know. It's like whenever somebody asks that, it's like, what do you really want? <laughs> just kidding. It's fine. You can ask.
0: Hey, I hope you enjoyed that quick clip. Make sure to check out the full episode and for more content like this, make sure you check out all of our past catalog. And come back next week where we'll be releasing a full episode with one of our awesome Amigos. Hey, everyone. Before we leave, I wanted to remind you that our public service client this year, former Drug Abuse Program, is having their annual Pedash Fun Run on Saturday, May 6th at 8 a.m. The run will take place in Bear Creek Park and all the process will go towards funding the great programs that they offer to young people dealing with substance abuse. Once again, that's Saturday, May 6th at 8 a.m. at Bear Creek Park. I will be there, Jacob will be there, and some of our other teammates will be there too. We look forward to seeing you as well. Thank you for joining us today. The Add to Houston Amigos podcast is produced at Radio Lounge. Add to Houston is a collaborative collective of young communication professionals, aged 32 and under, who are looking to make a difference in the industry. If you would like to become an amigo, join us at add the number 2 houstoncom You can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at addthenumber2houston. Thank you for listening.